1: two guys of Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Chad on Score North and scorenorth.com. We never gave up. We never gave up. The at-bats have been getting better, especially the last week. We had a great uh, series against Toronto. Great team. And uh, we just carried it into today. Great at-bats together. Thank you, everyone. There he is, Carlos Cray. A little walk-off home run at Target Field last night. It's a good time to mention that this is the longest homestand of the season, I believe. It's a 10 game homestand off to a 1 0 start. Got one more game against the Brew Crew today, and then you got Detroit, Boston coming in. Twins.com slash tickets. Twins.com slash tickets if you want to watch the resurgent Twins offense. Royce Lewis, Alex Kirloff, and Carlos Correa. Twins.com slash tickets. Before we get to write that down, predictions and an accountability session, figured we'd give Judd the floor here to publicly apologize to Carlos Correa for doubting but him, for, ha- so so- for hating on him.
0: I'm so sorry for being the sole provider in this town of the motivation that Carlos Correa so desperately was in need of to have accountability. You know what last night was? Accountability. It was accountability. It came from Sports Dad to the shortstop, and that, that hit – I really think was a moment of, of truth in a season that's been trying so far driven by one man, Judd Zolgan.
1: Was that the signature moment of the Carlos Correa era it was a, so far?
0: It was the signature moment of my career because it shows what <laughs> happens when you apply the proper pressure.
1: Yeah, what if, if you had just sort of sat by the wayside and let his poor performance slide like everybody else did for two months? Yep, Does please. he hit that walk-off home run last night?
0: Absolutely not. And then the but the, the thing too is they mocked me, they ridiculed me. They said, mm-hmm. "Oh, you think accountability." And then when they saw it, they came at me again. It's a good thing I'm so mentally tough.
1: Sounds to me like they aren't on your level. That you're playing you are Roman Reigns. <laughs> you know what? You are you are stone cold Steve Austin. You are you are Triple H in the early 2000s. You are playing the game at yep. level that no one else can even really but sense
0: because I'm sports dad. Forgiveness is
1: what I'm all about. Okay, so you forgive you forgive those forgive, who let his performance. Slide. I forgive
0: the Judd haters. I forgive them, <laughs> and and I will continue to hold teams and players accountable and get the best effort that I possibly can because I care about you guys out there. You
1: know, I uh, I did have a guy. I I, there's so many so many people come out of the woodworks after. The twins do anything good and basically say, see, you're wrong for criticizing them ever in the history of yes, the world. You like, wanted the twins to someone this morning. like, You wanted the twins to trade him at the deadline last year. I'm like, wait, wait, wait a second. First of all, yes, you did. They could have traded him at the deadline and then signed him after two teams bailed on the physical. Like they, right. they could have done that. He was, still, what, he, yeah. he was going to
0: take what he could get after the Mets and Giants. And, yeah. yeah.
1: So, I mean, I, we admit that we're wrong all the time on Wednesdays here, but I'm still, I'm still holding onto that take from last year. So, all right, boys, let's fire it up here. Um, I think you already hit the music, so we're good on that, but this is how it works every single Wednesday on Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd. Three predictions from everybody each week. And, um, we bring guest listener predictors on, like Steve is about to, you can send us a message if you want to be like Steve and get on the show, send Declan a message through the scorer. That week you check a batting averages and Home Runs, the only show in America that actually has I don't know, I was going to say the, the grapefruits, maybe it's the stupidity to put statistics next to our predictions so, alright, let's get to the accountabilities here Ooh. we'll start with Judd
0: oh, no
1: when are you going to admit that you are oh, hold on.
0: A, oh, okay, I, yeah, I, I court do here.
1: W- I do want to contest this first one good luck, you said the Lynx would lose two of their next three games by next weeks, write that down Okay. So they had the game in New York smoked out, basically.
0: Exactly. Act of God. Yep. I would so like if, to if you had this.
1: said the Lynx will lose two of their next three games, I think it's in play.
0: No, but a game got canceled. And I that that is not my fault. And I would like to take this to no. the court. I would like to take this to mm. the listeners Man, because I don't actually. think I don't think it's right because they did not play three games. They played
1: two games. Well, but you said Active they would God. play three games before well, this week.
0: That to, too. And then an act of God robbed me of that game against mm. the upstart Liberty. I would like to take this to the listeners. Let, I would like to appeal. Let's do
2: this. I have the, I don't have it loaded right now. I have the clip in my phone because I meant to bring it up on the show. I will play this clip by the end of write that down and we can okay. discuss it. Does that work? Cause then we'll hear the actual verbiage too. That helps with the write that down court. I just think
0: when a game gets canceled by means that no, and then they don't play that game, Mm -hmm. I think it creates. So it's not what I said, it's what I was robbed of, which was a game against the Liberty in the Big Apple.
1: This seems like a classic, especially now that he has graduated from law school. Lawyer Chase might have to be summoned here. Here's my interpretation. The problem is you are asking the write that down court to set a really slippery slope precedent. By saying that, well, wait a second. If one of the parameters in my prediction goes sideways somehow, then the prediction's either null and void or, or whatever. Void.
0: Yeah, you you know.
1: predicted that the Lynx would lose two of their next three games by this week's Write That Down. Mm-hmm. They did not lose two of three games. But they didn't did lose all three. I, There's, I, no, I, but. There's I no but. There's no but. It did, did not happen. In.
0: I want Lawyer Chase brought in. <laughs> I think that I have grounds to stand on here that at least give me an appeal.
1: What you're saying is here, I'll just rephrase it. You're saying here is a thing that will happen. Mm-hmm. And that thing did not happen. And you are now trying to set a precedent that, well, because of the reason why it didn't happen, would, would I play. think that I think that my prediction should
0: be. I made this prediction in good faith that they would play three
1: games. They did not There's no guarantees that they're going to play three games. I want lawyer Chase. Okay, I have the clip,
2: I believe. And I believe this is the clip, so God willing, (laughs) this is uh, an appropriate clip.
0: Three (laughs) games between now and next week's, write that down, okay? Yep. They play Indiana, they play New York, L.A. Indiana's terrible. Thankfully, so are the Lynx. The Lynx will win, or I'm sorry, will lose, will lose two of the three. The Lynx will lose two of the three games. So they will be before next week's write that down 1 and 2. Here's what I didn't real Oh.
2: You then you again. then went in a, no you then went on a ridiculous rant about tanking with Cheryl Reed that had nothing to do with <laughs> Well, no, I love to talk about
0: tanking. It's not ridiculous. It's something I believe in.
2: It's I think I
0: think here, to
1: me. Here's where it stands. Because it didn't happen, it's going it, to you know the official ruling on the floor mm. is that it didn't happen, but you are appealing it. Yes, to the audience and to lawyer Chase, lawyer so we Chase. will we will lean on lawyer Chase. Okay. Hopefully he's listening and watching. Um and we'll see what he says. Yes. But I just I just really worry about the precedent that I you're agree. trying to set here.
0: How often do we have a game canceled in any I mean I would give you guys I the, understand. Of, the doubt if a game got canceled. I don't think oh, it's a pre, I don't,
1: okay, don't But what do. but what if what if I say, okay, Kirk Cousins will throw for at least 3 touchdowns on Sunday. And then uh he twists his ankle at practice on Friday and doesn't play in the game. That's
0: a that's a natural football
2: yeah, know, injury. Okay what, if, okay, what if I got what if smoked Kirk out falls, of the game?
1: Kirk falls down the stairs carrying a bag of groceries and hurts his back. Can't play on Sunday. No, it's he more didn't, like play on Sunday. He didn't What if he the game didn't...
0: gets canceled? No, no, no. It's what if the game gets cancelled? And if the game gets cancelled, I decide with you. He doesn't then, play then it... the game, he can't do it.
1: Then it depends on phrasing. If I said Kirk will throw for three touchdown passes in this game right. on Sunday. All right,
0: let's put this to the judge. The
1: on Sunday means it's wrong. Let's put this the judge. Let's put okay. this to- <laughs> Your second thing off the board for Judd, you said the, twi- the Twins will be at least two games under five hundred after the next road trip. Yeah, they won a couple games there in Toronto. You look like you were sitting pretty good for this one after that Tampa series, but... They came back. Yep. And then you said, I think we can take this off the board. You said Mike Zimmer would be on the Cowboys coaching staff this year. Yep. Where it's a mandatory minicamp, and he's not. So yep. if that happens, then we'll, we'll revisit. Old Macadak riding the Michael, uh, fading the Michael Block experience, uh, said Michael Block will miss the cut or withdraw in his next PGA Tour event, and he missed the cut at the RBC. He played really well on Friday, though. He shot like a 3-under on Friday, but it wasn't enough. Listeners, Chris said Mike Zimmer will be a defensive coordinator or head coach by the 2023 season, and he'll coach on whatever team Teddy Bridgewater plays for. Both aren't doing anything right now. Nope.
0: Teddy's and then I do course. want to highlight
1: this. Our old friend Rami from uh, the old afternoon radio show, oh, the, one of the OGs of Score North, on the board still, said Max Kepler will win the American League MVP award while he's a twin at some point in his career. Yeah. That's Max would have to get awfully hot. This is around the time that Justin Morneau got hot. Yeah. In 2006, though. Oh, boy. Declan, two things off the board. You said the Twins would not fall below 500 ah. at any point between now and next week's Write that down. Hmm. Oh, and you faded me with this mm-hmm. one. I did. And Byron Buxton will avoid the injured list between now and the All Star break. Oof. So, with that, well, we got about 12 minutes before we have to send Judd off to yeah, uh, MIDI camp here. So we'll I got to go with a quote, Chips Scoggins. We'll fly. So, Judd, you're still leading here, three fifty-seven average. Declan, two eighty-six listeners, two fifty. I'm at one ninety-six, almost to the Mendoza line. Judd also leads with five home runs. All-time, Declan leads with a three seventy-five average. Uh, Judd has the most hits at two seventy-eight. Listeners have the most home runs with forty-four. So, all right, let's get Steve in here, guest listener predictor Steve, rocking the North Stars swag, trying to impress the sports dad. What's up, Steve? <laughs> Love it.
3: Trying to impress the sports dad, and actually, on Judge prediction, he should get credit for that. Actually, it should be voided, because Boy, if yeah. Cousins was to get an injury and not play the game, your sports bet would be voided for not taking any stats.
1: We could argue this all day long, but the rules of writing that down are not aligned with the rules of a sports book.
3: Steve, coming If anything, out. it should not count against him, but not count as
1: a hit. Right. Boy, this is hit. dangerous precedent. <laughs> it's it, not a hit. Dangerous is, it, precedent.
0: It's voided because God decided that that game wouldn't be played, and I cannot control acts of
1: nature. If we void this, I can't wait to see what other <laughs> predictions going forward we all try to avoid. But, hey, you know right. what?
0: The law must be stable but never stand still.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so we're going to start with Steve. Steve. first of all, uh, what's your background as a Minnesota sports fan before we make predictions here?
3: Um, It's all started with the Timberwolves as far back oh. as I can remember with – Rosho and Kevin Garnett and Wally Zerbiak, who, by the way, does belong in the top six of Timberwolves history.
1: <laughs> I'm 55 yeah. into my top 100 right now, by the way, <laughs> just so you guys know. I've
3: always just kind of been aware of everyone else, the Twins, the Vikings, the Wild, but since I started watching you guys, it's really kind of drugged me into that, so I kind of blame you for that. <laughs> Sorry.
1: I love that your first foray okay. into being a Minnesota sports fan started with Rasho Esterovich Nist- was the first name you threw out.
3: Legend.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> All right, we'll start with Steve. Over to Judd, Declan, back to me. Three trips around the room. Steve, <laughs> right this down. what is your first prediction?
3: All right, we're going to go with the Timberwolves, and this is going to be a parlay. Next year's Timberwolves will have at least one all-star, two end-of-the-year award winners, three all-NBA teams members of any kind, offense, defense, wow. first, second, whatever, on the way to securing a fourth seed or higher. Wow. And will play at least five games in the Western Conference Finals. Whoa, <laughs> okay. this is crazy. One through five. Steve.
0: Declan's head is swimming right now, I can tell. Steve. De- Declan's like, what?
1: <laughs> Steve. That's a parlay if we've ever seen one. Dex, are you good? I do. I got it all. I got it okay. all. One
3: through five. You should remember.
1: All right. Amazing. Write it down. Dude, do you like Steve is swinging here. All right, Judd. First of all, Steve, this
0: is for you.
1: That's Wally. A wall,
0: Wally Bobble. Wally, right there. Great hair, by the way. Look at that head of hair. <laughs> Write this down. The Twins will not end the season having their games shown on Bally Sports North. So that that whole thing, as we've talked about, is coming to a head in July at some point. Um, and they could remain on there, but I'm going to say they're not going to. They're going to have their games yanked off Bally Sports North
1: and will not end the season on that network. So you have a prediction on the board already that says the Twins will not have all their games on Bally Sports North? Oh, did is I this- really? Yes. Yes. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> the Twins will not have all their games on Bally Sports North. I mean, you can. It's, I mean, I guess there's a, no rule saying you can't.
2: You could can put a specific double, that. You double down you can, on. You it. could say buy a certain buy like a date and. Yeah, let's yeah, make when. It, are yeah. they, when are they yeah, going to come off Bally's?
0: Um, let's say they will not be on Bally's by July
1: 15th. Okay. So July 15th by July 15th they'll be off Bally's. Yep. Okay. Yep, by July 15th. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's a good on Okay, Thanks, over Dex. to over to Dex.
3: Write it down. You like writing things down.
2: I have a couple of U.S. Open predictions here. I'm for sure going to use this one. Um, so for the last three years, the U.S. Open winner has shot six under, six under, six under. It's obviously a very hmm. difficult course to play. I think Brooks Kepka won it the first time or second time, shooting like plus one. It's a difficult yeah. place to play. Dude, the fescue's like a, absurd. There's a 290 yard par three on this mm-hmm. course. I would, I would double, I would hit a 14 on that hole easily. Uh but write this down that trend continues is what I'm going uh, to say. I'd make this quantifiable. The winner of the US Open will shoot no better than 6 under par. So I think that okay. trend continues in 2023.
1: Sir, so are we going to be hitting
2: like drivers on a par 3? Yeah. 3 3 woods and drivers, I mm-hmm. guess. And don't uh exciting, don't land in the rough or you are screwed.
1: Yeah.
3: Write it down. You like writing things down. Yeah,
1: they showed some videos of like them testing out the length of the rough. <laughs> Everything just Yeah, there's no way. So anyways, all right, a credible, write this down, a credible Carl Anthony Towns trade rumor will surface before July 10th. So we're going to go from, like, right now it's mostly just people coming up with ideas for trades on the Internet, but we haven't had, like, a Windhorst or a Shams or a Johnny K or somebody locally or nationally come in and say, so it'll have to be quantified, obviously, but a credible Carl Anthony Towns trade rumor will surface. Before July 10th. Write it down. You like
3: writing things down.
1: All right, Steve, back to you.
3: Well, as long as you're going to bring up trading Colin Anthony Towns, I as well like to speculate. So, Colin Anthony Towns will be traded, and the trade will be a three-team that will send Cat to the Rockets, Jabari Smith and Ty Ty Washington, to the Timberwolves, as well as a 25 first-round pick from the Rockets. Wow. And we'll also send the number four pick and the 24 first-round pick from the Rockets to the Hornets. And then the Hornets then will send the number two Two to the Timberwolves.
1: I'm just watching Declan. I love Dom and <laughs> listen deep back deep. to this.
2: I, I can send you
3: this. I'll email you me these predict-
2: Email me this prediction. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Basically, the framework is the Hornets don't have a first round pick next year, so they get the first round pick next year by trading down two spots. We get the number two, Smith Washington in a future first, and then the Rockets take Cat.
1: I want this to hit. Specifically, so bad. It would be this would be the greatest specific parlay, We'd have I think.
0: And end the segment, mm-hmm.
3: get a
1: train or down. And would what would suck out. is if like all of it is correct, except maybe Ty Ty Washington is swapped for a different prospect. That was the debatable one. <laughs> I'd love that name, Ty Ty Washington. <laughs> all, right, all right, back over to Judd here. All right, another twins
0: prediction. Um, after uh, part of the twins comeback on Tuesday night at Target Field against. The Brewers was Willie Castro willfully ignoring Tommy Watkins stop sign. <laughs> he didn't accidentally run th- through it. I checked. He basically just said, "Why would I stop?" So I'll write this down. Tommy Watkins is in his final season as Twins third base coach. Oh, this is going to be it. Wave him home, Tommy is done because he, he... <laughs> he literally he sta- Willie Castro ran through the stop sign like no i can see what's going on and ultimately yeah. willie castro was right so this is it for tommy watkins mm. he will not be the twins third base coach next season
1: Wave him home watkins man he's a really good guy too but they've had they've had a really hard time historically finding good third base coaches like for long stretches for a while it was scott little or scott, scott alger steve yeah. little all these guys trying their who, who best was the last really good one was guardy really good Gardy was a really good third base coach. Patrick says Tom Kelly was the
0: best he's ever seen.
1: Okay. Like in the early 80s? Mid, mid-80s
0: on Ray Miller's staff before he got the job in, I think, September of 86. Okay. He was third base We coach. should
1: do Maybe that's a pecking order. Rank the third base coaches in Twins history. It's
0: important. But when a guy <laughs> runs through a stop sign, it's like, F you, I'm going home. I think you probably got a
1: problem. I'll rank the first base coaches based on how well they hold the shin guards after a hitter walks. And stopwatch. And stopwatch. Hank Conger, watching. Wayne Terwilliger would be on that Mount
2: Rushmore. All right, Dex. All right, write this down. I think this is specific enough for a home run because I want to see these two in the final grouping at the US Open. Hmm. John Rahm and Brooks Kepka will be in the final pairing on Sunday at the US Open.
1: Wow, dude. I snipe this. I'm gonna I'm just gonna give you my next prediction. This is crazy. Write that
2: down.
1: I have a final group prediction as well. Okay. Victor Hovland and Brooks Kepka will be in the final grouping at the U.S. Open. Nice, Brooks. Wow, what a great, great, uh, yeah, great uh, golf prediction uh, here, uh, old Brooksie. So if old Brooksie wins every major, he wins now. He's climbing a pretty impressive list of, like he'll be joining Faldo and Mickelson with six if he gets this one right, and, and he his third U.S. Yes, Open. He's
2: won two, so crazy. He's
1: playing well. All right, over to Steve for your third and final predictions, sir. All
3: right, so a couple weeks ago, you guys were talking, I believe it was on a feedback Friday, about not getting credit for including all Minnesota sports. So I'm going to be all-inclusive with this. I'm going to list a group of teams, and we all know them. It's the Timberwolves, Twins, Wild, Vikings, United. Lynx, Minnesota hockey, like the Gophers, the Iowa football, Iowa basketball, and Iowa women's basketball. So there's 10 teams. We're including the
1: Hawkeyes in here? I am. Okay.
3: Just those three sports, though. So there's 10 teams, all the major Minnesota and then three Iowa. Of those 10 teams, three of them will play in their version of a national championship. In the next? With the end date's going to be end of calendar year 24. So that lets the twins finish their season and have a full season to try. Okay. And so off. So end of year 2024. And at least one of them will win.
1: Whoa. Okay. So at least three will play in the championship game, and one of them them at least will win. win. Wow. Declan's fingers are just a flame
2: right just now. Email them. Yeah, you, you said you said Wolves, Twins, Wild, Vikings, United, Lynx, Gopher Hockey, Iowa and which were the Iowa teams?
3: Iowa football, men's basketball and women's basketball. Okay, there you go. I didn't include Minnesota men's basketball. I'm sorry. I just that's okay. I just don't think they have a chance. I, that's okay. <laughs> I think that's well, <laughs> you
1: could probably debate that about some of the other teams on well. that list. Uh Steve Great work with your predictions here since you have this life-changing platform on this podcast right now. Is there anyone you'd like to thank that brought you to this moment?
3: Well, during COVID, we had everybody transition to work from home, and I spent a lot of time bored on my computer and stumbled upon you guys. And it actually filled many hours and felt like you're actually talking to people when you couldn't. So I'd like to thank you guys for getting people involved.
1: Oh, Thank man. You. Thank you. Appreciate That's you awesome. finding us. Glad we could uh, accompany you during the dark COVID times when you're bored in the house, in the house bored. Sure. All right. Great stuff, Steve. We'll do it again sometime. Thank you. All right. There he is. Guest listener predictor, Steve, coming in, making Declan work for the, for these. I love Declan. it. Got it. Yep. Uh, Okay. All right, before we get to our final three predictions here, let's shout out our friends over at the Meadows at Mystic, one of the best golf courses in the upper Midwest.
2: Absolutely. You can go to GolfTheMeadows.com to secure that tee time and get your dad and yourself even the frequent player card, which gives you access to tee times three weeks in advance, plus one of the uh, better patio spots in town, the Meadows Bar and Grill, a great pro shop too, stocked with balls, stocked with apparel, stocked with plenty of great options. You can book that tee time at GolfTheMeadows.com com,
1: uh, And or you could maybe just get out on the lake with a Bennington pontoon, courtesy of Power Lodge and Miller Marine, the biggest Bennington pontoon dealer in the country. So you can get into a Bennington pontoon right now for 28888 eight eighty eight. You could finance it for 288 a month. It's
0: up to you, Judd. Uh, great deal. And look at that. Out on the lake on a gorgeous summer day. Throttle therapy is what they call it. And I'm going to tell you right now, sports fans in this town, they need therapy and throttle therapy is a great way to get away from the, from the worries of life, whether that be sports or your job, anything else, enjoy the Bennington, because I'm going to tell you right now, summers are very, very short, but if you use them wisely, you will do it on a Bennington. Enjoy.
1: Howard or MillerMarine.com. Check them out. And if you buy a Bennington or any sort of, uh, you know, water, boats, uh, anything from Bennington, from uh, Power Lodge or Mill and Marine. You're helping support the show and keep this Write thing going this on a daily basis. So thank you, guys. All right, Jeff, what's your third and final prediction?
0: Third and final prediction is this. Daniil Hunter will change agents before he signs back with the Vikings. Oh. Daniil Hunter. And I, don't, I have no inside scoop here, but I just, I think this is such a game of pride here because, Hunter's last real contract was so bad that he is going to – I don't think the Vikings are going to trade him. I think the Vikings would be more than willing to let him hold out. And at some point in time, he's going to say, I am not being paid anything, mm-hmm. and I think he's finally going to come to the realization that he and his agent probably aren't on the same page, and so he will change agents.
1: Yeah,
2: probably should have done that a long time ago.
1: And then though. sign Write back. This down. Yeah, but here we are. All right, Dex.
2: I write this down. Uh, I saw Blaine Enlow, one of the higher draft picks from the Twins in 2017. He got called up to the Saints. He's having a great. He had a great start in Double A. Uh, he's a starter still. He is still starting. He was a kind of a mixed guy last year. He was starting. He was in the bullpen, uh, but he got called up to the Saints. So write this down. Blaine Enlow will be called up by the Twins at some mm. point in 2023. I don't yeah. know if that's a reinforcement if the starter goes down. Maybe he's a swing guy in the bullpen. More bullets, the better, basically. Uh, but Blaine Enlow will be called up by the Twins at some point this season. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Okay, write this down. The Miami Heat, who came
1: this down. very close to winning a championship, but very clearly are at least a player away. The Miami Heat will acquire a player, I'll say by September 1st, who makes at least $30 million a year. So off the record, could be Damian Lillard, could be a Bradley Beal, but they'll make some sort of big splash and add a player to what they're already doing who makes at least $30 million a year. Write it down. If you're a Timberwolves fan waiting for a a cat trade or hoping for one, you want the Blazers to hang on to Lillard so that there's a trade option there for you. But All right, we got to send Judd off to mandatory minicamp, minicamp musings, and... uh, We'll get those later today on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. This is Write That Down on Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd.